Our text today, we see that Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. Goes on to say, the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority. <clears throat> What's interesting is we don't even know what Jesus taught here. Mark doesn't record that. That's, that's not the, the, the content of what Jesus says here in the synagogue. It's, it, it's not important. What, what's important, what, what Mark, as, he, as we're in Mark chapter 1, what, what Mark wants to have us be laser focused in on right now is, is Jesus' authority. It's the fact that Jesus taught with authority and the people saw it, they sensed it, they heard it, and they were astonished by it. And so as we get laser focused, Mark has us get laser focused on authority. For us this morning, three things. Our problem with authority, submitting to authority, and third, claiming authority. So first, our problem with authority, like just to start, if we're honest, let's be honest. We don't like being told what to do. Like it's, none of us likes to be told what to do. On, on, uh, on Monday, I was at home with my parents uh, babysitting. I was in the basement and was, was with my nephew. And I told him, hey, um, John, we're going we're, we're to go upstairs now. No. All right, 10, ten more minutes, and then we'll go upstairs. No. And it's, I'm like, 30 seconds later, upstairs now, upstairs. 30 seconds later, he, no, that's him saying that. He said, just after 30 seconds later, okay, let's go upstairs. He wanted to go under his terms. And all, his, his authority, like we, we have that in us even beginning at such a young age. Scientists have a, a they, they've uh, written on this, they've coined it. Psych, psychologists have, is, they call it psychological reactance. They say it's the resistance one has when they sense their autonomy, their autonomy being threatened. We put walls up. Because of the fall, ever since the fall, because of the fall, we all have this little rebel inside of us, right? We have a problem with authority. C.S. Lewis wrote an autobiography called Surprise, Surprised by Joy. And in there, he writes about a hurdle that he had as he was an atheist before he could make the move to become Christian. He, he, he recounts this hurdle that he had. And he says, what mattered most of all was my deep-seated hatred of authority, my monstrous individualism, my lawlessness. No word in my vocabulary expressed deeper hatred than the word interference. Christianity placed at the center what then seemed to me as a, trans as a transcendental interferer. See, C.S. Lewis got it. He understood, right, that God was, he had supreme authority, divine authority. And he knew that if he really, like, made the move from atheism, atheism to Christianity, he knew that God would interfere with him. He goes on to say, there was no region, even in the innermost depth of one's soul, which one could surround with a barbed wire fence and guard up with a notice that, read, that reads, no admittance. And that is what I wanted, he said. Some area, however small, of which I could say to all other beings, this is my business and mine alone. See, C.S. Lewis was able to admit that he had this deep-seated hatred of authority. 
that he that he had parts in him. Like if I made the move from atheism to Christianity, like it's like I know I've got parts in me that's got a barbed wire fence. And if I know that if I made that move, Christianity demands that the, those barbed wire fence c- come out. The sign that says no, no admittance, no trespassing has got to come down. Which so we have a problem with authority. Which brings us to submitting to authority. You know, the idea of submitting to a supreme authority, an authority in which all other authorities come from, it's extremely unpopular today. I mean, it's, it's, it's in us, it's always unpopular, but I mean, we see there was a recent Pew Research uh, study that came out just this past Wednesday that showed now up to 30% of Americans identify themselves as nuns. Nuns, that meaning like identified no religious, that percentage just keeps going up. I, what is that? I, it's like, I don't want to place myself in a box. I don't, I don't want anyone to tell me what to do a part of like this. I'm, I'm not Catholic. I'm not, I'm not Protestant. I'm, I'm just none. I'm my own authority. What is, what is, what is preem that's so pervasive in our culture today? I'm my own authority. I determine what's right, what's wrong. I'm a nun. And see, what's interesting is a study, the Pew Research um, study that came out on Wednesday, it showed that, that the majority of pe- people who, who say that they're nuns, the majority of the nuns of those 30% believe in God. But they say that they just don't believe in the God that's described in the Bible. The God of the Bible is a God that possesses authority supreme and divine authority. The God of the Bible is a God who interferes, see? He interferes. And, we, and what we see, though, is with Jesus' authority, with him interfering, he doesn't take. He doesn't take from us, but rather his authority is an authority that heals. It's, it's an authority that, that, that brings health. Right after Jesus is teaching with authority, what's, what's, the, what's Mark say? A man with an unclean spirit entered the synagogue. And the man cried out, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to, des- to destroy us? Notice the one man says, have you come to destroy us? What have you come to do with us? The church fathers always looked at this, the us, of the, the one man speaking in plural with us, is that it, it, it points to the fragmented self. The devil, Diablo, means divider. It's, it's those parts in all of us. The man that enters in the synagogue stands in place for all of us. It stands in place of the divided self, the parts of us that are divided, right? That my mind wants this, but my will wants that. And so Jesus says to the, to, to the man tormented by a demon, he just says, quiet, come out of him. And the demon submits because the demon has to submit. The demons have to submit to, to the one who is of, of supreme authority. And the man we see is healed. The, 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 the divided man is healed. He's put back together. And this is what Jesus does. This is what his authority does. This is what him interfering does when we allow Jesus' authority to reign in us, we're made whole. And so this is where, like, this is where, as your pastor, I prove that I love you, okay? 
many of us have not fully submitted. Many of us have not fully allowed God and authority outside of ourselves to fully interfere with us. Have I allowed him to interfere? Have I, have I, have I really submitted? Like some of us have just, some of us has like a, um, we've essentially, we've got a, a wall up, a fence up that just reads no trespassing, a barbed wire fence. It's like, I know best. I know, I know better than you. You can even, we can even look at like the 10 commandments. And like we can look at a, a, a commandment or any command by given by God or Jesus in the scriptures. And I'm not talking struggle. I'm not talking about struggling and falling and, and, and sin with regards to, hey, I, like I struggle, I fell. Okay. I'm talking about things that we say that's like, this just doesn't apply to me. Sunday mass. See, Sunday, I've got, I've got a barbed wire fence on Sunday. Sunday's my time. What that, what that does is it, it, it turns to God and is saying, I know what's better for me. I know what's better for my family than you do, God. I just got a barbed wire fence on Sunday. I've got a barbed wire fence on this or that, whatever it is. It's us not fully submitting. And, and Christians are not people who just believe in some things. Christians are people who have unconditionally surrendered to an authority that's outside of themselves. Christians are not people who just believe in a, in, in a set number of things, but they're people who have unconditionally surrendered to an authority that's outside of them. Maybe the most wild thing is, is like when we're talking about authority, like submitting to authority, authority, just the word authority can sound harsh and sound heavy. Just the word. And then you talk about, talk about submitting to authority. It sounds harsh. See, God, God knows we have a problem with authority. He knows the sin in our hearts. He knows that we've got all a little rebel in us. So what does God do? Or who is he? He's not a, he's not a high distant God that just rules with an iron fist, rules of, with a fist of authority. No, he shows and he conveys his, he, the moment that he shows his ultimate authority is the, is the spot from the cross where mercy comes on out, where compassion comes on out. God shows his ultimate authority by becoming weak, becoming obedient. Jesus becomes obedient to the point of death on a cross so that he can come near. He knows we've got a little rebel in us. He knows we don't like to submit to authority. So what does he do? He comes near. He's come close. He gets weak so that we can submit to him because we need to. We need to give our lives over. We need to unconditionally submit to them. See, it's true that we all have a problem with authority, but you know what's also true? Is we all like to submit to authority. We all like to submit to an authority, an authority that's benevolent, an authority that's good. If, if the leader is benevolent that we're under, like submitting to it, we all like to be taken care of. Like somebody who's really good, who's really good, if I submit to them, I can just relax. I can be at peace. I can be at home. I can put the, I can put the, the fence down and I can just like, I can just trust. We all like to be taken care of. 
At the end of the day, we all long and in our hearts, we want to submit fully to somebody. If only someone could be ultimately, truly, really benevolent, somebody be really good. Here's the deal. Most of us have all been burned by authority in some way or another. Like something that's harsh, something that, but if there's something that's, if there was something that was really good and ultimate good, boy, we want to submit to that because we all want to be taken care of. Someone I can trust. See, it requires, it requires submitting to an ultimate authority. Which brings us lastly to claiming authority, and we've got to do this real quick here, but here's, after submitting to authority, a supreme authority, after submitting to authority, I can claim that authority to help me in my day-to-day struggles, to help me in my day-to-day battle against the evil one. Because here's the deal, just as the, just as the demon the devil, Diablo, the accuser, casually strolled into the synagogue on a sunny afternoon in, the middle, in, in, in Israel. So is the case that he casually strolls in yours and my mind every single day. And his voice can seem authoritative, whispering lies. I'm not known. I'm not loved. I'm not good enough. Sin after sin. I'm not going to change. It's who you are. Spirit of hopelessness, fear, discouragement. And see, Jesus sets us up to succeed in resisting the devil due to our baptism. Who dwells in us? Christ dwells in us. That's why St. Paul can say, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. We can claim Christ's authority as our own. Like we We can claim Christ in his authority. That's why in the catechism it says, To simply say Jesus, to utter Jesus' words from our mouth, is to invoke him and call him within us. His name is the only one that contains the presence it signifies. Practically speaking, what does that look like? Jesus, I rebuke the lie that I'm not loved, that I'm not worthy, that I'm not good enough, that I'm defined what I that that I'm defined by what I do, that I can't change. I rebuke that name and I rebuke those lies in Jesus' name. Whose authority am I under? Whose authority am I under? Is it your own? Is it my own? Or is the or is it the good, loving, all-powerful God whose authority I'm under? Take down the barbed wire. Take down, the, take down the sign that says no trespassing and allow Jesus' authority to interfere in your life. Has he interfered fully? Allow him to interfere, take down the barbed wire fence and experience, experience life, experience healing and experience transformation.